1: Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry reco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. No, it's Thursday. That means this is the final podcast of the week. At least the original broadcast that we do for the week. What's the, up?
0: The penis stories, the diarrhea stories, uh, that sort of stuff. I will right, we'll we'll have the warm-up tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll have the warm-up and uh, if Izzo's not busy... Uh, almost breaking my leg with a softball, drilling mm-hmm. one into my um, my bone, my leg bones, Jerry. Yes. Then he'll have a uh, flashback Friday, which we'll tack on to
1: the warm up show. I thought Izzo hit the ball really well in the pregame. I was actually impressed the way he hit the ball, and yes. then when the game started, aside from maybe one at bat, and we lined out to the outfield, he didn't do a whole lot. Some people he, are not pressure players, Jerry. He did. Attack your ankle. Yes. Now, in fairness, you weren't paying attention because of no, what was actually, going on.
0: I know but. you had said that earlier, and I appreciate you saying that. the reality is, uh, we uh, during batting practice, uh, softball batting practice, we were using the real softballs, the hard, hard balls. And Izzo was using a composite bat. I was wondering why it sounded like that. And I was playing third base the same way you would play it with the kind of softer softballs, way up. In front of the bag. So you weren't... I was paying
1: attention. I didn't think fully. you were. Jerry, I was
0: in my crouched George Brett at third base position, and I still didn't see that thing smoke at me and drill my... It was right above my ankle bone, that shin bone yeah. slash ankle. Is that what hit me in the testicles? By the way, even though I had a cup oh, on... you saw stars. Shattered. Yeah, no doubt. So lucky for me, I survived it, Jerry. Well, you're here and you're good. Thank you. Yeah. Glad you looked that out because before they were just kind of downplaying my injury while Gunnar Osiacin was in here. He has cystic fibrosis and we had a 12 year old boy who survived cancer, kind of downplaying my injury.
1: Right. Well, listen, it's unique to you. Right. That's what I was saying, Jerry.
0: <laughs> Jerry, I have a couple. I have two. Let me ask you where you want to go first. I have two food item stories. Let's go. For, I said lunch. Let's go food. All right. And then I have a guy, a, a pleasure yourself story. So which order do you want those in? Okay. I would say if you're going to do the food, you go back to back food and then the pleasure yeah, item. Yeah, because
1: I might want to vomit after the other one. So let right. start with the food. Or you can go food, pleasuring food. I'm, I'm going to go food, food, pleasure. All right. Cool.
0: All right. Uh, five guys burgers. Yeah, Five Guys and Fries, right? Five Isn't that what it's called Five Guys, Burger and Fries, yeah. They have replaced or have unseated In-N-Out Burger as the number one favorite burger in America.
1: Now, I saw this, but I also saw on the on the crawl yesterday mm-hmm. that it said— Was this breaking news somewhere you saw? Uh, I don't know if it was breaking news. It was just news. Oh, right. And it said, um, the rain is over for In-N-Out Burger. And I'm like, wow, I mean, how many—is it a decade? Is it— fi- And then you keep reading. Two straight years. It was, I mean, the rain is over. It was two years. It wasn't 22 years. But In-N-Out
0: Burger is one of those places where people go on vacation or they go to California or somewhere out west. They feel like they have to go to In-N-Out Burger, photograph it, and put it on social media.
1: Yeah. How do places get that right? Like Shake Shack has that reputation. Right. Go to City Field. Go to Shake Shack. Like, it's good. But if the line's that long, I'm going across the uh, the way and getting a burger from them. Right. It's not that much better it's than other place. Right. It's Just good. like I've been to in out It's a long time. I went to In-N-Out Burger last time I was in California, which is probably 10 years ago, uh, maybe nine, 10 years ago. It's good. But the idea that I'm there, like we might be, I think we're going in July. The idea that I'm going to make a point to go to, no, I'm not actually.
0: If you do, could you tweet a photo of it?
1: If I do, I will. But I don't anticipate me doing that.
0: You know what else I don't like when people go, oh, you have to ask for, you have to order something off the secret menu in an Outburger? I don't want secret menus. Give me whatever you're willing to make, put it on a piece of paper or on the sign in there. Agreed. And let me know that that's an option. It's like when they go, oh, did you order a drink off the Starbucks secret menu? Well, Put it on the menu. What? What's the secret about a coffee drink? Just you, make it. You either want to make it and sell it or you Eat. don't. Like why do we gotta play games? Why do we play games? I mean, people Jesus play God. games.
1: Everybody sucks.
0: So it's uh five guys burgers, then In and Out Burger, then Shake Shack. Then how about Wendy's coming on? Strong? Shake Shack is third. Yeah, Shake Shack third. That. That's cool. Then Wendy's. Wendy's. I love Wendy's. Culvers, whatever that is. I don't know Culvers. What a burger. Okay. McDonald's. Right. Sonic. Smash Burger and Steak and Shake.
1: I've never been to a Smash Burger.
0: Me neither. Uh, I have been. There's you one have. in uh, well, yeah, There's one in somewhere near where, down the shore, where we go to a Home Goods. Oh, is that true? There's a Smash Burger there. You could get a, a Smash Grilled Chicken as well. Would well, They just flatten it. No kidding. This is very flat. I would try that. And they have a whole wheat bun there. It's not bad, Jerry. You can get a whole wheat bun, a thin... Grilled chicken sandwich and feel like you're not having fast fast food.
1: My favorite fast food, and I was very disappointed because I just went across the street to get it and they did not have it. Um, Someone just bought the last one, has become the Southwestern egg wrap from, how do you say it? Preda manger? Preda manger? Yeah, I say Preda manger, but I don't know. Whatever the hell it is. Preda manger is what it looks like in American uh, speaking. They have this, it's egg whites and black beans and red peppers and like a hot sauce. On a nice, toasty, whole wheat wrap, Al, it's It's 270 calories, and you don't eat for four hours.
0: But I don't consider that's fast food. That's food done fast.
1: It, yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying, and people have said that, too. I'm yeah. still walking in with it and coming out, and it's not, right. I'm not making it at home. Good point, Jerry. It's what it is. I think it's awesome. I, and I was actually very disappointed. The person in front of me got the like, I'm like, where is it? And the guy's like, hey, can I help you? I'm like, yes, actually. Where are these? Right. He goes, oh, we're making a couple more in the bag. I'm like, I don't have time. I literally had three minutes. So I went with the tuna, but.
0: You said, I don't have time for this, sir. Do you know who I am
1: (laughs) and where I work? I didn't do that. Oh, I would have pulled that. Instead, I got the tuna and walked out and got back here in time to eat it.
0: Hmm. All right, Jerry. Um, Shake Shack I uh, had in Florida, very good.
1: Shake Shack's great. Not Shake Shack, I'm sorry, Steak and Shake. Oh, Steak, oh, I've been to Steak and Shake. Where
0: they, they make those really thin mm. burgers. I Steak like and a Shake's thin good. burger.
1: Well, that's why I like, and I don't eat them often, um, but I love the McDonald's, the, just the dollar cheeseburgers. Yeah. Now, it's too much bread, I mean, there's no question, but it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so those would be one of my favorite, believe it or not, one of my favorite burgers. Probably the worst one you can get, but they're awesome.
0: I used to, uh, that used to be my meal when I would work in uh, Largo, Florida, my first radio job. And uh, I would work on the weekends or just running the board. I was the only person in the radio station. And I would, uh, before I would go there, I'd stop at the McDonald's and get two regular hamburgers. And then I'd savor them till the, like midway through my shift. Sure. And I'd micro it.
1: That's cool. But you're right, with it, was, that. it was awesome. Oh, it is, I, oh, it's great. It. Especially when you get the, the McDonald's Fountain Soda Coke. And yes. that, oh, the fantastic. ketchup,
0: tremendous. The best. We're making everyone starving. I hope you're listening to this while you're eating your lunch. And then how about this, Jerry? Starbucks is going to be rolling this out to all the stores. The they're secret not,
1: menu, they're going to put it on the menu now? Not
0: the secret oh. menu, not yet.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, they're making uh, coffee ice cubes for your iced coffee so that your coffee ice cubes don't you know, regular ice cube will water down your iced coffee. It does, yes. This is ice cubes made of coffee, Jerry. So you understand when they start to melt in your drink, it's just more coffee. You're kidding. Is that what it means? Yeah.
1: What? Um, how much more are they going to charge for this? That's a great question. Now, I think it's a brilliant idea because if you actually break down, and my wife and I have done this, when you go to Dunkin' Donuts, which mm-hmm. I'm not a big Starbucks fan, but I love Dunkin' Donuts. So if you go to Dunkin' Donuts and you buy a medium coffee, it's two bucks. No matter what you put in, it's two dollars. Right. You go get a medium iced coffee, it's $375. And quite frankly, the maybe it's $325. Even so, it's significantly more. And it's significantly less coffee. Right. It's a whole cup of ice with maybe a small cup of coffee in it. And yet they get you for the extra dollar and a quarter. Now they're giving you a full cup of coffee that's frozen. So I figure, what are they gonna charge six dollars for that? It's a good question, Jerry. They claim
0: it takes more energy,
1: and the process
0: is longer to brew iced coffee, thus it's more expensive. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You're calling BS on
1: that. I yeah, because I think it's just a I think it's brilliant by the coffee companies to do this, the, the shops to do this, but stop. I mean, make a make a pot of coffee and let it sit there, and then pour it over ice. Right, it tastes exactly. Tastes the damn same. That's what I do. Yeah, so do I. When it's I want to make iced coffee, I just get a big thing of ice and pour my hot coffee on it. And guess what? It's fro. It's really cold in like I don't know three seconds. Yes. So I'm I, I, yeah I'm calling BS on that. All right,
0: calling BS, and you're right. I do expect a, a raise in prices. Of
1: course, when but they say when they're rolling that out, as it you does. Said. So
0: they're rolling them out right now in like some stores in Baltimore and St.
1: Louis. We're in New York though. Not I here. always like
0: how they randomly like. How did they pick those cities? They're going to get the good ice cubes. Maybe
1: that they're top performers, perhaps.
0: I mean, St. Louis. Only one every
1: block here in Manhattan.
0: Right, St. Louis, you're a top performer. You're going to get a uh, uh, coffee ice cubes. Before anyone else in the country.
1: Enjoy that.
0: All right, Jerry. Here, let me give you this story. West Virginia man stole cameras to cover up his pleasure session. A West Virginia Virginia man told police that saying, he had, hold
1: on. he stole cameras. Yeah,
0: you'll see the story here as I unroll it for you, Jerry.
1: Again, unroll. I like this.
0: Uh, West Virginia man broke into his grandmother's house. His grandmother's house, because he needed to charge his phone. Okay. Why not knock on the door? But all right. No one was home. He broke in. She does have a camera security system. Fair enough. So he breaks in. He's charging his phone. While he's charging his phone, he thinks, while I'm waiting for this to charge, I'll browse some pornography on my phone. He did that. Then he thought, well, I may as well pleasure myself while I'm here. Uh, To which case, uh, after that act was complete, he thought, huh, I don't want my grandmother seeing this when she checks her security tapes. So he stole the uh, cameras and what he thought was the recording device. And he ditched it somewhere nearby, but the cops found it. Yeah, yeah. So they found him a video of him uh, breaking in. Yeah. A video of him pleasuring
1: himself. <laughs> That's going to go well when he
0: goes to jail. By the way, if you're going to charge your phone, Best than not to be pleasuring yourself watching pornography on it. You're bleeding that, the yeah, battery. That, that takes some battery you, time. But
1: then again, let's be honest. The guy that breaks into his grandma's house and then pleasures himself in her house is not the brightest person in the world.
0: And I'm going to say this based on the photo, his um, photo arrest photo. Not the most... Uh, not the most attractive fella. You're kidding. No, not kidding, Jerry.
1: You look like a hard-up-to-get-a-date.
0: Yeah, a little hard-up-to-get-a-date. West Virginia man.
1: Perhaps that's why he's masturbating in Grandma's house.
0: Right. That's tough then to go to Grandma's after that.
1: I don't think you ever stepped foot again in there for a variety of reasons. I mean, you broke in. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're stealing cameras, you're throwing away recording Theft. devices, and oh, by the way, you put your penis in your hand. Right. On camera. On camera. I would say that's a big no no. That probably sounded like a really great idea. No, I don't think that ever sounds like a good idea.
0: Till the second year finished.
1: No, doing I don't think, things. I don't even think, uh, and you went, as what your, did I do? I don't even think in the process that's a good idea. I don't think when you think it up, it's a good idea. I don't think when you're doing it, it's a good idea. And when you're done, it sure sucks. Jerry,
0: uh, earlier today, we found out that uh, Chris
1: Cornell passed away. Yes. Now,
0: were you a big Soundgarden guy or not, not so really. much? Not really. Yeah, I was not either.
1: I liked it. Right. You know, um, but was that a band that I couldn't wait to come on the radio? No, I don't, and I don't know what, by the way, Nirvana too for me. Right. I was never a big Nirvana fan. I don't,
0: I really, any of the uh, grunge era bands I wasn't a huge fan of, but I knew they were influential bands and people really loved them. I, they I, they didn't uh, catch with me for whatever reason. When
1: you say grunge era, what are we, yeah. are we talking late 80s, early 90s? Or are we talking late, because to me, for me it was, I like. And I think Soundgarden's in the same time period. Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. You know, I've talked about the Chili Peppers, obviously, when the Foo Fighters really came onto the scene. I love those bands. You know, Weezer. Um, but I think that's early 90s. Early 90s. to mid to late 90s. I
0: think right. that 90s era.
1: It's all the same, I
0: guess. Now, um, there's there was a soundtrack back then for a movie called Singles. Okay. The Singles soundtrack. There was some Pearl Jam on there. There was some uh, Soundgarden... Oh the Seattle scene before Nirvana really even, um, no, I think it was right after Nirvana hit, but I'm saying before there was a thing that they had considered grunge. They're putting out a, uh, I believe it's a 25th anniversary version of that album uh, tomorrow, actually. Really? Yeah, it was a strange coincidence. Um, It has nothing to do with the death of Chris Cornell. They were going to put that out anyway. But do you get affected by, let's say it was somebody that you really admired as a musician do you get affected by a musician's death no like we had a guy today call he was very upset yeah a grown man
1: it depends on how wrapped up you are into stuff right you know i know when Payne stewart died in the uh, airplane yes when the the carbon monoxide was the carbon monoxide took over uh the cabin and the plane crashed into the mountains because everybody basically passed out on the plane that bothered my father a lot. Really? Yeah, and I, he wasn't like a huge Payne Stewart fan, but he loves golf, and he was he liked Payne Stewart. But I think it was just the, the I don't know what the right word is, but the, so just odd the way it happened and how quick it can happen. And uh, that bothered him, I remember. I, I don't really remember having a feeling like that for a celebrity dying. I, Michael, you, I'll tell you what. Yeah, do you do have anybody. When Michael Jackson died, I remembered I was stunned. Now, did it affect me where I was upset? And no, I mean, no, my, 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 I didn't know Michael Jackson from a hole in the wall. I can get it out. Um, but I remember driving, and I was—I forgot i was listening to one hundred one point one. Ironically enough, I was heading to the golf course, and they broke into a song to make the announcement. And I was—I was dumbfounded by it. But no, was I affected so much? No, not really. Elvis had that effect on people when he yes. died.
0: Now, do you have anybody like that that you think will happen for you when you hear someone has passed outside of family? Yeah, like a celebrity—that's someone you'd never met.
1: This is where Eddie would drop would play the Al Hughes, right? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think so. you don't. No, not like a Bob Dylan. I know you love Bob Dylan. No, because I boy, this is gonna sound awful. I'm still amazed he's alive. Right. When you read about all the drug use and and the way they've just tortured their bodies for years, so a guy like him, Bob's on borrowed time. In some ways. uh, You could make the case. Right. Like, there are guys out there, and I mean, I don't have an example now, but there are guys out there, performers, entertainers. I actually have to take a double take. Are they still alive now? Oh, they died. Okay. Right. I'm not sure. Right. So, no, I love Bob Dylan, but if you told me he passed away, I'd be like, wow, he made it longer than I thought, you know? I think when David Letterman dies,
0: that will bother me. Fair enough. Because anything that I have locked in a celebrity that uh, lasted a long time in my life, like from uh, late childhood, uh, uh, adolescence into part of adulthood,
1: that will bother me. Okay, that having been said, the parallel to that is, and it's not death, when Jeter played his last game, I remember saying, damn, I'm actually getting old. Right. That hit me in a weird way. Like, this guy that's my age... I watched him. I remember I remember the 96 World Series. I remember the party at my house when they beat the Braves and all of that stuff, that whole series. And I wasn't a Yankee fan, but you you could certainly appreciate him. I think if you were in New York, I find it hard to believe that you can't. But having watched his whole career, and then and for whatever reason, like if David Wright never plays again, I don't, I, I don't think of it that way. If Jose Reyes is done this year, I won't think of it that way. But for some reason, Jeter starting when we were both like 18, 19 years old, and watching it, and because it was a twenty-year career, you kind of felt like—at least I felt like—this guy's never going to retire. And right. Playing in his in his forties, right. And all of a sudden, like it's over. Like wow, that that part of our life is gone. That had that effect on
0: me. Right. So that's more of a passage of time yes. versus specifically. Well, Jeter played a part in that. Right. But your sadness or your yeah the the part that makes you feel actual uh, human feelings is the passage of time. Yeah,
1: I don't have many human feelings. Uh, anger, for sure, has happened on the show today and at times. Uh, but the passage of time, I agree. And that was just symbolic of it. Yes. Probably the most symbolic of any passage of time I've had with a celebrity. Type. Right. Makes sense. Yes. So.
0: That's why I will have that with Letterman. I will have that with Howard Stern when he passes away. Or retires. Or, How about well, he retires? Well, retirement is is one part of it. Because like when Letterman retired two years ago, sure. definitely. But then when that person then passes away, because baseball, a lot of times in, in baseball in particular, guys have um, a different lifespan. So there might be somebody that when you were playing wiffle ball or Little League, you emulated and you go, huh, now this guy's retiring. And I was, that I looked up to the guy, oh, now he's a manager. And now he's retiring from manager. Oh, now he's going to be part ownership of a team. Like, guys have a, a career lifespan. They could, span. they could, yeah. But even like that, like a Willie Randolph getting a manager job. I remember back then I was like, Willie Randolph? I, it's like being him and when I was playing wiffle ball. Right, right. Now he's managing
1: a team? I, you mean I could be a manager? Right, right. <laughs> funny it so was kind of like the new president of france of france who is that he's 39 years old yeah that i could don't you imagine running you're 47 no. could you imagine running <laughs> no i don't know basking ridge let no. alone the united states of america no right that's like that's what? why when chris christie's here i'm like this guy what, who cares about the politics forget that for a second right but you're looking at him like this guy runs new jersey could you imagine walking out of here and you've got the state's burden on your shoulders <laughs> right like we walk out of here Your burden is, is it salmon or turkey? That's your burden for the day. Right. My burden is, all right, where are the kids going? And I just hope I can get to bed by 8 o'clock. His is, is Trenton all right? How are we doing in Monmouth? How about Hunterton? Right. You know, are all the traffic lights working in in the state?
0: I always think a guy like that, whether you run a large company or a state or a, a city, when you're in charge of something big... Will you go to bed at night and you wake up, you, the, when you first glance at your phone and emails or texts, like you, what you don't want to see is something, like for Governor Christie, you don't want to turn that phone on in the morning and see some 9, sort of emails. tragedy happened in New Jersey. Well,
1: yeah. Or anything.
0: Or anything related to your state that's not good
1: news. I couldn't agree with you more. I don't know I go to bed. Right. I think I would just sit there with the phone next to my ear waiting for it to, bu- what, what, what happened? Where? Where are we? It's going to be awful. Yes. I agree. All right, well, this was well, good. This was very deep, Jerry. Very deep. Mom. I
0: mean, you led this off with uh, coffee ice cubes and a guy well, uh, no, pleasuring himself in his grandmother's house. Actually, you did. Oh, I chose those articles. That was you, all you right. picked the topics. And then uh, into Chris Cornell, into Passage of Time, yada, yada, yada. Everyone's content in life. We're all good. The warm-up show is
1: next. Yeah. So It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Uh, Good morning on a Thursday. What is up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, So the Mets yesterday, um, we'll start with them just quickly because they're not really worth the time because they're not playing well. They've lost seven straight. But I have one question to you. I know you're a big Met fan. When you looked at the lineup yesterday, and I'll just give you three guys. If I told you Flores, Matt Reynolds, TJ Rivera has been good. I get that. But if I told you Dude is out of the starting lineup yesterday and Neil Walker's out of the starting and they have a day off today, and it's a team that's lost six straight games. What are you thinking? That Terry Collins is just trying to shake it up, Jerry. I get that, but I mean, don't you gotta go down with the veterans at yes. this point? I mean, good luck. You're God, right, day awful. off. They are just miserable. And the Yankees are unbelievable. Last night they, you know, talking about Jason Vargas. Jason Vargas said hey, well, they smacked him around it was a stupid one point oh one ERA. Bye bye. Guy goes four innings, gives up 100 runs.
0: The Mets made a very big deal of, or not the Mets, the uh, media was making a very big deal about the fact that Matt Harvey, they're like, he did strike out oh, please. Goldschmidt twice on three pitches. So like That's what? what they hung their hat on, that performance. Oh, please. How, about, how about
1: the leadoff triple and the leadoff double? And, the, I mean, the walk, how about he he walks Patrick Corbin? He was, and we're going to play coming up on this show. I'll play the Terry Collins stuff. If Craig ever, ever, ever says that Terry Collins doesn't like Matt Harvey again, he needs his head checked because Collins went overboard the other way about how great a start this was. One comment, he's like, hey, from the fourth inning on, he really had his location. He pitched five and a third. And I was talking to uh,
0: Craig before the show today, and think about this. So before Matt Harvey got suspended, then they decided they weren't going to start him in New York. They were going to start him uh on the road
1: mm-hmm. which they did against Got two of them
0: milwaukee right. then they start him the last game before they come home the next time that guy pitches in front of a mets crowd it's going to be about three weeks be- between his suspension and in, and pitching there in fairness al
1: they keep losing what crowd really will there be <laughs> that also
0: i think like met fans like anyone who was angry at matt harvey who cares at this point? I agree. Like They did a nice job of spacing out those starts they did. for him facing the home crowd. And it just has not worked. This portion brought to you by A. Go Uh Trey Boston, I don't know if you know who this is. I know where Eddie's going to stand on this story. He's going to call Fugazi. Oh, well, of course he is. I'm, and by the way, so do I. Well. No, well, nothing. Let me play it out for you. Trey Boston was on the uh, Carolina Panthers. Right. He was really trying to decide in free agency, does he go to Buffalo does he go to the Steelers or does he go to the
1: L.A. Chargers? He was really. By the, the way, if you had a choice, Buffalo, San Diego was one of the <laughs> yeah. choices. Why are we even thinking about anywhere or LA else? L.A. now? Well, well yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, it's you Southern never,
0: California. You would never go to Buffalo, no, unless it was a boatload of money. Correct. They, you then you'd go.
1: Pay me to go to Buffalo.
0: Exactly. Right. You got to pay me for winter there. I that agree. winter, we have winter here. Sure. Then there's Buffalo winter, Minnesota winter. There's different winters. Right. So to go there, you're right. So Los Angeles Chargers, Buffalo, uh, Pittsburgh, terrible weather, but legendary franchise. Right. So he didn't know what to do. So he's getting gas in North Carolina when a guy with his children comes up and says, "Um, I need money. God has brought you into my life. Can I have a few bucks? (laughs) He hands stupid him, already. very nice, hands yes. him over $20. Very nice. And in his head, the player, Trey Boston, thinks, This man has been brought into my life. Is it ludicrous for me to ask him which team I should sign with? I mean, think about how stupid this is. Go ahead. Before he does that, the guy says, Thank you for the money. My name's blah, 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 blah but they call me L.A
1: tears. That's right. Oh sure. I must have been streaming down his face. Trey Boston claims tears. Right, sobbing like a little baby. Mm-hmm. Then he glanced over
0: at a advertisement in the gas station and Jesus was on it.
1: First of all. Well, no, it, it said Jesus. It was not oh, a did. picture of Jesus. I was going to say who's using <laughs> Jesus as a pitch man. It said it was a bumper sticker that a was bumper. put on the pillar oh, that I read that read Jesus saves. Got it. And that's man, Zorro. that was a lot of bull <laughs> right there now. <laughs>
0: No, it's true, but that's what was there. But then this is the best part. First of all, I don't know what the league minimum is in the NFL. This guy's not getting the league minimum. He's probably getting, you know, a million dollars. He said, this guy changed my life so much at the gas station. Yeah. I gave him a hundy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. I've been saved from your $100. Like he goes, he
1: changed my life. Here's a $100. Bucks. Here's $100. Oh, okay. Well, let's put it this way. When the guy went up to him for money, what was the expectation? A dollar? A couple buck bucks. fifty, five bucks? He got a hundred. Maybe he should be well, he happy got with that. a hundred twenty, if you count the Oh, he gave the extra hundred beyond the twenty. I believe so. Do you got
0: believe it. in signs and that sort of thing, Jerry? I don't. Jerry? I
1: really don't. I I'm think, not saying religious, just signs. I don't. No, I don't. I think there are oddities in life. Mm-hmm. I think there are ironies. But I do I think that, you know, the Jesus saves... Bumper sticker was right. put there so that Trey Boston could make his decision and that he and that guy in the bumper sticker no. You I
0: don't think that either. guy was part of the plan?
1: No, I don't think the Chargers hired him. <laughs> I'm going to follow this so. guy's
0: career this year just to see if things go horribly wrong in San, in uh, Los Angeles, right. Or if they go well. By the
1: way, I will mention the name Trey Boston to you in November, and you'll right. think it was the guy that hit for the Mets yeah, back in know. the '80s. I'll say I'm not sure, Daryl Boston, right? You won't remember, and then uh, pretty sure you won't remember.
0: And then Jerry, where do you stand on this? A uh, San Antonio Spurs fan has brought a lawsuit, and it's stupid. <laughs> Against the uh, Golden State Warriors and is it Zaza or Zaza? Zaza. Zaza Pachulia. Right. Over purposely
1: injuring Kawhi Leonard. Except that he didn't. Thus ending the Spurs run. How far does that go? Seriously, like when when that is presented, I, I don't know how the law works. I guess anybody well, he's can file a lawsuit up against anybody, right?
0: Th- he's saying that they devalued his right. season tickets Whatever. because That's, there's no more games.
1: How fast between whoever looks at that, the preliminary view is just laughed at and thrown out. I mean, stop wasting our time and your money. What devalued? I mean, just stop it. His the season tickets. Stupid. What? The season's over. Injury. Right. It is now, thanks to the well, but purposeful you, you listen, injury. When you made the purchase, there was no devaluation of the season. You played the season to get to this point. There was no, you weren't assured you were going to win a game, let alone the series. So deal with it. What are you going to do? Stuff happens. You can't just go, that's the problem with the, everybody in this country. Oh, let's sue this guy. Let's sue that guy. Shut up. How about that? I wouldn't even know how to pick a lawyer. How do people pick lawyers? A phone book. Anybody use just a phone book randomly, anymore? Randomly
0: uses randomly Google you lawyers. A phone book? I'm not a phone book guy.
1: So they don't throw it in your driveway? They do still. I don't know why. Right. So you probably still have a phone book in your closet somewhere. And,
0: yes, because you know what I do, Jerry? When I get the phone book, I still bring it in my home and throw the old one out and save this one as if I'm ever... Everyone has a phone book. I guess if I was desperate for like a plumber or something and all of my electricity was out and my phone was
1: dead. Okay, so then you got the phone book. Okay. How are you going to call them if nothing's working?
0: guess I'd head over there.
1: <laughs> oh, sure you would. His address. There's no chance. That would mean you'd have to leave your private dwelling in oh, Baskin Ridge that to go I mean. out. By the way, and we'll get to this uh, later in the show, Al took a line drive off his ankle last night. Now, the guys will mock you for it. Yes, Jerry. But I would like to set the record straight. It was not his fault. Al was taking a um, a softball toss in from you know his batting practice, a ball that was coming in from the outfield. You had no time. You basically turned around as the ball was hit and you got clobbered in the ankle. So a little preemptive strike before the guys ride you for this. I thought you made the right decision last night. Thank you. Give it some time. 15-day DL. You'll be ready for the next game. Yeah,
0: I photographed, uh, and I will tweet out later, the uh, swolled-up ankle-slash-leg so that you know I was
1: seriously injured. Oh, you were injured. This I portion was of suing. brought to you by A. It's spring. And I no can't make will... it. I would love to be able to come up there. No one wants to replace a dead battery in the rain except for AAA. Get AAA, AAA.com slash join now. More with Alan and Boomer and Carton at 6 on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, welcome back. This portion is brought to you by Taco Bell. Quickly, the Yankees keep winning. They beat the Royals 11-7. They just uh, lit up the Kansas City pitching, no matter who it was. It was pretty impressive. Jordan Montgomery, Danny Duffy will go tonight. We'll have that on the fan. The Mets, thankfully, have a day off, and boy, could they use it. They lost to the Diamondbacks in 11-5 to 4 in a game. They had a couple of leads in this game, but they couldn't close it out. Robert Gazelman gives up the uh, game-tying run, and then it was Rafael Montero. How many batters do you face? One home run. See ya and the uh, Mets go 0-6 on the road trip. Pretty awful. Cavaliers just light into the Celtics. 117-104. They were up by, I mean, as much as 30 points at one point. LeBron James at 38, and the Senators beat the Penguins 5-1. This portion brought to you by Taco Bell. Taco Bell breakfast crunch wraps loaded with eggs, bacon, melty cheddar cheese, and a full hash brown. So, if you've had a morning before your morning, let Taco Bell make you breakfast, and that is the perfect segue, Mr. Dukes, into your final story of the morning. Food.
0: Yes. Fresno Grizzlies. They're a minor league team. Yeah. They've come up with a uh, very interesting food. They're taking a giant pickle, like a big dill pickle, Jerry, and they're cutting it so it looks like the pickle is the hot dog bun. Yeah. And in the pickle, they're putting spicy chicken, like spicy shredded chicken.
1: I think it's brilliant. I'd be in for that. I would too. My only issue or question would be how soggy is the chicken if it's inside the pickle? Oh, it gets quite soggy. (laughs) Well, that's a problem. I would like the the chicken... You want crispy chicken? Crispy chicken, yeah. All right, well, shredded. the pit Now, is it a garlic pickle? Is it a dill pickle? No, is dill pickle, Is it a pickle? Sweet pickle? Dill, dill, dill pickle. I'm in for that. I like that.
0: All right. And also, I was seeing uh, that Noah Syndergaard and uh, Gazelman are roommates. Not on the road. They're roommates. Like, they, they live ha- together. They have a New York City apartment well, we fr-
1: I think we sometimes forget how young these guys are. I mean, they're like, they're essentially kids. I mean, Matt Harvey's 28. He's not, you know, 22, 23. But Gazelman and Syndergaard are kids. So you think they just... And they're not making big money yet. Well, the hair in that sink must be something, Jerry. <laughs> How many times you you gotta put the Drano? <laughs> yeah. in the uh, shower
0: tub, constantly snaking the uh, drains.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: And then, uh, did you see Chris Cornell passed away? Sadly, I did. Soundgarden audio yeah, this slave me, man. Fifty-two years old. No word yet on uh, what Probably happened.
1: But, but fifty-two. I mean, it looks like
0: he's he, in yeah. Uh, back before he got sober, he lived the uh, the hard life, yeah. as they say.
1: I get it. It's just And he had just awful.
0: performed in Detroit, too. I
1: saw that. He had six shows left, I think, on this American yeah. tour. So just a miserable, miserable story. Terrible I, way to get your day started. Yes. Especially having met him and become so kind of friendly with him. Yeah, you've friends. mentioned it a few times.
0: Uh yeah, we were gonna do he was gonna do a show for my foundation um about a year and a half ago. It never happened over at the Beacon. Um yeah, so fifty two years old.
1: And he was living in New York now, right? He uh New York and LA. Okay, back and back and forth. And
0: if and if you can, YouTube uh, Chris Cornell doing uh, "Nothing Compares to You," the Sinead O'Connor slash Prince song. Good stuff.